What if I told you that you were about to listen to another wrestling podcast? Are you The buildup. Rousey rolling through with Banks on her shoulder again. Powers up the boss. Piper's pit. Here's the cover. Rousey has pinned Banks to retain the title. The suspense. Oh, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair set over the top. Set over the top. Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. Becky Lynch is going to WrestleMania. The waiting is finally over. Strowman still on the apron. Oh. Rollins to the midsection. One Strowman point. still staying alive. Rollins. Oh. Oh. Rollins is going Days before the WWE takes center stage in the shadows of New York City, Shaw McChesney and CJ Pomisano are here to give their final thoughts, to give one final outlook, and to give their predictions on one of the biggest wrestling events in WWE history. This is the WrestleMania 35 preview show on the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. Here are your hosts, Sean McChesney and CJ Palmasano. All right, let's get to it. Our WrestleMania 35 preview show. Here on the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. Sean McChesney. CJ Pomisano. We're your hosts. WrestleMania is this Sunday, and I kind of can't wait because I'm excited, but I may not sleep that night. It's a bucket list thing. Uh, it's, I've done it before. Even though you've done it before. But I, but still, uh, I never thought I'd be able to go to two WrestleManias. I never thought in, they'd come back. In such a short period of time in my lifetime. But regardless, every time I see more... Uh, banners on Route 3 and billboards and on buses on in, in Manhattan and Jersey. I cannot wait. It's exciting. It's still exciting. It's WrestleMania. Exactly. And a lot to talk about, CJ. A 16-hour card. I'm just kidding. It's an 8-hour card. Oh, uh, a lot to discuss. We'll give our predictions at the end of the show. For those of you that listened to our NXT TakeOver and G1 Supercard preview show that thank we you, aired two days ago, thank you very much. Uh, we hope to do just as well with this one, obviously. We are going to run through the card. We're going to give our thoughts. We're going to give our outlook. We'll give our predictions at the end of the show. Uh, CJ, but first and foremost, and obviously, like we mentioned in the last podcast, we are recording recording this right before the go home edition of Smackdown Live so things could change if they do we will update our predictions on social media we know one thing's for sure the go home angle is going to be a hell of a lot better than Raw's oh my god and why don't we start with that number one first of all I want to get to the women uh, main event first of all uh before we even talk about Charlotte randomly winning the SmackDown Women's Championship, I really want to get to what happened last night. So we have the six-woman tag match. Uh, Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda versus the Riot Squad. If Charlotte, Becky, or Ronda betrayed their tag team partners, they would be removed from the match at WrestleMania. They coexisted. They won the match. And as soon as the bell rings... All hell broke loose. Security guards came out. Fake police officers came out. Ronda Rousey struck a police officer. The gets indie arrested. wrestling scene of Washington D.C. Pretty yes. much. The so Ronda gets arrested. Becky beats up Ronda while Ronda's handcuffed. Becky gets arrested again. Then Charlotte beats up Ronda while Char- Ronda's getting arrested. Charlotte gets arrested. So now, first things first, CJ. At this moment, I'm thinking because at first I was totally lost. I was like. We just had our main event of WrestleMania get escorted out in handcuffs on the go-home edition of Raw. Wonderful. But then, somewhere along the way, I got pulled in. They're in the backstage parking lot. These cops are trying to get everything under control. And I should use the term cops loosely because we know it was all kayfabe. Um, And... When Becky and Ronda got put in the same cop car, started beating the crap out of each other, and Ronda put her foot through that window, all of a sudden, the main event of WrestleMania became something great. And not saying that it wasn't already, but like, 
I am now fully invested in this main event match. Seems like they finally did something right with this main event buildup. I mean, because with the suspensions and Charlotte randomly per getting put in and Ronda randomly turning heel and all of these random ass things and how Becky got inserted, reinserted to the match when she should have never been taken out in the first place because she won the Royal Rumble. The, it was the Royal Rumble they did great on and after the, everything else, it's just like, what are you doing? This was their final attempt to really get people invested in the match, and I want to say they did a great job. I wasn't crazy about what they were doing, uh, <clears throat> what they were doing in the start of it, with uh, you know them all getting arrested. But the backstage segment that was great. Ronda and Becky being put in the same cop car, just kicking the crap out of I each other. I was laughing my R ass off. Ronda smashing the window with her foot, and then Becky and Char Charlotte attacking each other. Ronda sneaking out of the back seat, <laughs> crashing the cop car into the other cop car. What is she doing? The cops are going. Get her back in there. And <laughs> Corey Graves is losing his mind on commentary. Oh, Becky Lynch, did she call like uh, Rhonda like uh, a, she a, called her a weirdo, a little we a little weirdo? Yeah. <laughs> oh God! And Rhonda's screaming at Becky, yelling at Becky. I'm sorry, yelling at Charlotte. And then she knees Charlotte, and Charlotte knees Rhonda right in the face. This was a great way to get again to get invested in this main event. Yeah. But it should have been the go-home angle. Yep. Why was your go-home angle Baron Corbin versus Rey Mysterio? Baron Corbin won because, of course, he did. Rey Mysterio loses to Baron Corbin for no reason. And then Kurt Angle comes out and has an, and puts Corbin in ankle lot, and Corbin is tapping out. I mean... Which basically means Baron Corbin's going over Sunday. Yeah, pretty much. And originally, we we're supposed to have Ray and Kurt Angle, and I thought when Ray intervened, when Corbin was trying to get in the way, because we had a nice, really great video package uh, showing the career of Kurt Angle. Because it was his last night on Raw. Yeah, except showing TNA when he was the top uh, star in a promotion for 11 years. Uh, but that's okay. besides the point. Uh, okay. Uh, so I thought the Corbin and Mysterio was going to happen right then and there. But no, it's going to be the main event. Because when you give the title to Brock Lesnar, Baron Corbin main events Raw. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, <laughs> when, Baron Corbin main events Raw. Yeah, when Brock Lesnar has the damn title. Just, Not far off. I just, I couldn't. The only thing good about this Raw was the tag match between Black and Ricochet and the Revival were, were excellent heels in this match. Uh, and then the segment with Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte in the back. Yeah. That was the great thing about this. Uh, we start off with Stephanie McMahon announcing that April Fool's it was going to be a fatal four-way, but then she said it was winner-take-all. Both titles are on the line. Right, and for those who missed last week, Charlotte Flair is the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Poor Oscar. Poor Oscar. Poor Oscar. Get to that in a second. Um, so now the main event of WrestleMania, the first ever women's main event, will feature both the SmackDown and the Raw Women's Championships. It's not an official announcement yet, but I would assume at some point we're going to call this the undisputed WWE Women's title. Please, no. No, 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 no. I would assume at some don't, point we're going don't to. Don't unify the damn belts. I don't mind them winning one of them winning a championship. Uh, the champ both championships have them high above their head, but don't unify the damn belts. I fear this is going to be the end of the brand split. I understand from a marketing standpoint, you know, the first ever female main event winning two championships in that main event and then going on Good Morning America with two championships. Right. That looks really good. But with either Seth or Brock and Brian or Kofi. I know, it's just <sighs> Wait a minute, Brock Lesnar go on Good Morning America? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Just, it's going to be one of the women. Probably. And it's, hopefully it's Becky Lynch. Anyway, I just am fearful of, uh, of this being the end of the brand split, and... This didn't need the SmackDown Women's Championship. It no. really didn't. And I'm sure Vince is thinking like, well, we already have so many matches on the card. But you're, you have sacrificed the rest of the women's division for this match. They put all their eggs in their basket for this women's match. Well, event. did you hear what Naomi said on Twitter uh, a couple of days ago? No. Uh, so basically, 
the night that Charlotte won the SmackDown title, there was supposed to be a number one contender's fatal four-way. Yes. Winner was going to face Oscar at Mania. Naomi was supposed to be a part of that match. Now, we had our theory. We were going back and forth when Charlotte won the title. We were like, okay, could Oscar win the belt back in the go-home edition of SmackDown? Could this, 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 and that happen? When we realized the match was canceled, we were like, all right, it's winner-take-all. Whatever. Naomi put on Twitter because they announced all four of those participants for the Women's Battle Royal. She put, and I th- and I'm not quoting it here because I don't have it in front of me. She goes, I really hope this doesn't get canceled too. By the way, thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> so you're right. That's great. You're right. Like they're taking away everything from the other women just to put more on this main event match. And Sorry. I understand it's the first women's main event in 35 year history of WrestleMania. You have to try to make it as big as you possibly can. And by doing that, they overbooked the ever living hell out of it up until last night uh, when they finally actually did something good for the match but at the same time what happened to Oscar? you know Naomi is frustrated on Twitter I thought Mandy Rose's character did Naomi, well Naomi is uh, frustrated you know I think the whole women's division is frustrated yeah. you know I think they're happy for the fact that women are main eventing the show but at the same time they there's other women on the roster. I understand how popular the like the, the, the and the marketing thing this has for WWE first ever women's main event, but the match has to be amazing, which I'm sure it will be for people to really get invested back into it's it. It's gonna have to be. It's gonna be I, at the end of an eight hour show. I, I'm I'm just. I was really expecting. I heard like they were either going to do Oscar and Mandy again, or they were going to do a three-way between Oscar, Sonya, and Mandy. But th- again, Charlotte didn't need the SmackDown Women's Championship. She she didn't need it. I I mean, I mean, I'm probably going to eat my words if if Becky wins and she's holding both titles, and I'm going to mark out like crazy. But <laughs> again, it, the moment would have been just as good had Becky been walking out or whoever had been walking out with one championship. I agree. It's it's just overbooked like crazy and I would think at this point maybe Charlotte stays on SmackDown but we'll get into that with a shake up at another time. Yeah obviously and, and who knows you might be right with the end of the prance but there might not even need to be a shake up so we'll get to that when it comes down to it but again you know I thought that again the the Police segment on SmackDown or on, on Raw last night, I thought was great. I thought that's something that they needed to really hit this thing home. The only thing they didn't do right, like you said, it should have been the go home segment of the night. And you put in, and the reason I thought that it wasn't in the first place was I thought they were going to add one more thing to the match at the end of the night, whether it would have been a stipulation of a type of match or if you lose, this happens, sort of thing. I thought that's the reason because they were waiting till the end of the night to do it. But then all of a sudden, the it ends with Kurt Angle making Baron Corbin tap out on the stage. When they're not even Why? in the match. Right. Why? There's no reason for that. Because now you know Baron Corbin is going to beat Kurt Angle. And we're going to have to hear about how Baron Corbin retired Kurt Angle for the next three and a half years. And Demon Balor randomly shows up like, oh, I've got demons, Bobby. <laughs> and like just... I thought that would have been a lot better as a surprise. I know he's advertised for the show as yeah, Demon Balor. they should have just left it as Balor and Lashley. Maybe Lashley would have beat the crap out of Balor or something, and that leads Finn to realize, I'm going to need some help. I'm going to need to go into my inner demons. Uh, very funny. And, and beat Lashley. But him just randomly showing up and going, Bleh. like it, it, it doesn't make any... It just well, looks so stupid. Mean, also, if I get why Balor didn't show up I've said it before as the demon to face Lesnar but for a Cape Bay purpose he doesn't use it for Lesnar for the Universal Championship but he uses it for Bobby Lashley for a few that everyone's really getting tired of I think that's the reason they're using it to get this match over because now put it this way Lashley's gonna come out first in that match I could probably see so the show starts at 7 o'clock I think this match goes on at about 9 yeah. Give or take. I really think there should just be a squash match and let the demon look yeah. really, really but good. But you think about it, Lashley comes out first. What is everybody mostly invested in this match for, CJ? Well, it's the entrance. The obviously, entrance. Obviously, it's the, the entrance. entrance. Nobody cares about this match if 
Finn Balor doesn't have fade pace on because we've seen it already. But what also brings a very interesting theory to this match was, you said it before, Vince wants to protect the Demon character. The Demon character doesn't lose. Finn Balor has also never really pinned Bobby Lashley for the title. He pinned Leo Rush for it. So Finn Balor getting the Intercontinental title back as the Demon Balor, you could do a squash match. You could do a 15-minute match. It doesn't matter. People are now invested in this match solely because of the entrance, and that will take you through the rest of the match. Yeah, but still, it would have been better. Better had like it, it would have been done better had they just done something more interesting than Finn just showing up on a TV and randomly showing up as a demon and sticking his tongue out. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Now they could have done that a couple weeks ago where it was like, wow, I can't beat Finn. I can't beat Bobby Lashley on my own. I'm gonna need some help. And then they could have done what they did last night. But again, they never did that. It was just a random... And again, to us, it makes sense because Finn Balor's been getting his ass kicked by Bobby Lashley over the last couple of weeks. So maybe now it's like, okay, for us, it makes sense. But it was never publicly said on television. No. So you're right. It, it could have been done a little bit better. But regardless, we're going to get Demon Balor at WrestleMania for the first time. And that itself is exciting. But I think we should go through some of the matches on the card here. We've talked about the women's match. We've talked about Bobby Lashley and Demon Balor. Before we actually go through the matches, one more thing we need to hit on. Kofi Kingston's going to WrestleMania. Yes. Kofi, Kofi Kingston is going to fight for the WWE title. And I think that's a great segue to talk about it. Yep. Again, as of right now, we don't know what's going to happen on SmackDown. We will make any changes if we need to of whatever happens tonight. But... Um, they're going to have a contract signing. I am expecting a great promo segment between Kofi and Brian. I'm expecting a real promo segment a from Kofi. It's. I'm expecting a lot from this. This is going to be. It should be. It should be the main event segment of the show. It should be the main event segment of the show. Uh, I am excited for this. I am so excited that Kofi is going to get an opportunity that he could potentially walk away as the WWE champion, and he has been there for 11 years, busting his ass, and I'm happy for him. This is a big match. Daniel Bryan, a guy who was the most lovable babyface, has turned into one of the best heels, arguably maybe the best heel in, in the WWE right now, and we never thought that he would work so well as a heel and Miz works so well as a babyface, but they've done it. They're doing yeah. it right now as we speak. Uh, and then we have, you know, uh, we have other matches going on the card like, you know, like Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title. Samoa Joe's first WrestleMania and he walks in as a champion. Yep. And he's going up against a legend like Rey Mysterio. Hopefully they get some time, and hopefully it's a good match. I hope we see a passing of the torch, to be honest. Potentially, yeah. And we're getting a dream match at WrestleMania. They've they've faced off before, but between AJ Styles and Randy Orton. Yep. Two polar opposites of rest of the wrestling business, but they've been in it for the same amount of time as each other. Realistically, you've got the face of the WWE promotion for the last 15 years versus the face of really the indies Mm -hmm. of the last 15 years going one-on-one in front of 80,000 people. And it's going to be nothing short of amazing. Styles and Orton are so great. But you brought that up. They faced a couple times before, but now I think they get a bigger spotlight, bigger Mm -hmm. stage. I think this is going to be the best version of Orton Styles we've ever seen. Oh, for sure. I can't wait for that. What else we got going on at Mania? We've got Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. For the Universal title. That's it. You see, I'm, it's tricky with this one. Um, because we talked off mic about this earlier that it's not likely that WWE are going to have three babyface title changes and yep. victories. I have a theory that you can do it if you have most of the heels throughout the show go over. Right, like if you had Joe go over. Orton. Orton. You can make a case for Shane, maybe. Uh, but Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, to your point, if you have a majority of the heels go over, you can have these three baby faces win championships. Yeah, for you sure. You don't need Ray to beat Joe. In fact, Ray shouldn't beat Joe. I you, think this should be something for Joe. I think Joe right. should hold on to the title I for think, a long time. I think, honestly, when you have a retirement match, 99% of the time you lose. I don't like the fact that Angle's probably going to lose to Corbin, but it does make sense for you know Angle to get the final curtain call. Um, but again, like you said, if you have a majority of the heels win, it would make sense for the three baby faces to win the top titles. You even it out. You weigh it out. I know Mania is more of a thing where most of the baby faces win, but as, if you do something like that, or more of the heels win on some of the matches that really don't mean that much, and then you have your baby faces win the marquee matches, 
Makes sense. Yep. Makes total sense. Because honestly, if you had to tell me to pick between three, and you can only between the three, I you only have two of them. Uh, two of them win. I mean, I obviously, obviously pick Becky, but that's hard between Rollins and Kofi. For one, yeah. Kofi deserves to be champion because he's never been champion before. Right, but so does Seth. It's, well, yeah, I mean, Seth has been champion, but the thing is, I think people just want Seth to win because we're all tired of the Brock Lesnar crap. Of course. We're tired of it. We thought it finally ended with Roman Reigns, and then unfortunately Roman had to leave to go battle leukemia. Which I think he, it was over, but it was because of that and Strowman having backstage heat that we had to go back. I just... Oh, and then they have him win at Crown Jewel. They have him win the title back at Crown Jewel. I'm getting flashbacks. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> but the thing is, that was the worst possible thing they could do. And now, one year later, a year prior, it was Lesnar and Reigns in the main event of WrestleMania. Now, one year later, it's Rollins and Lesnar for the Universal Championship. I'm, I'm just like, what? You, you didn't expect this. You honestly did not expect this. But... I don't know. It's it's going to be hard to go with these predictions. It's going to be hard. Put it this way. I mean, you talk, if we had to give these picks the night after the Rumble, it's very easy. But Roman Reigns being back makes it a little bit more difficult just because you know in recent history what they might do post-WrestleMania. And when you think about post-WrestleMania, you really think they, they'll do they're going to build up Roman Lesnar SummerSlam rematch. Oh my God, no. No, if they learned anything. They haven't. They, they learned anything. Anything from what happened with Roman Reigns. He is back. He beat cancer. The he's fans, being cheered. He's being cheered. Legitimately cheered. People legitimately like Roman Reigns now. Don't mess this up. Yep. You don't, don't, do not mess this up. He's already beaten Lesnar. He's, excuse me, he's already beaten Lesnar. Roman doesn't need it. Obviously, he'll go back into the Universal Championship picture again. I realize that. He's not going to stay away from it forever. But he doesn't need to dethrone Lesnar again. He doesn't need it. Someone like Seth Rollins should. He is the right guy. He's the right guy to do it. He's someone the fans love. He's someone the casual and the hardcore fans absolutely love. When you really think about it, too, you bring up a good point. But... If they were to do something, let's say Lesnar Rollins, or I'm I'm sorry, uh, Reigns and Rollins, one of them's gonna have to turn heel at some point. Like you could do a face versus face, but that's only gonna get you so far, especially if it's a series of matches. So, you know, you do have this underlining theory with Roman back. He's in remission. He takes on McIntyre on Sunday. I think those two are gonna tear the house down. To be completely honest with you, post WrestleMania. It only would make somewhat of sense. Obviously, and don't get me wrong. It would it would be great to have Rollins versus Reigns for the Universal title going forward. I just don't think we're going to have that. So at the end of the day, it's going to be hard to make a prediction, but I am unfortunately leaning the other way with this. I hope I'm dead wrong on Sunday. I really do, CJ, but I think that's the direction we're heading in right now. All right. Especially with how that segment on Raw ended with him holding up the Universal Championship over Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So. We've all seen that. Exactly. It's usually the Opposite the opponent usually goes over in that sense. Yep. Let me talk Triple H Batista. So I know why WWE photoshopped out Batista's nipples in the promo picture. Okay. Do you know why? No. Because Drax has sensitive nipples. Have you ever seen Guardians of the Galaxy two? I have. That's why. That's why Drax has sensitive nipples. I did it. I cracked the code. You did it. You did it. <laughs> Anyway. Ow, my nipples! <laughs> anyway, I'm excited for this match. Um, when you think about it, though, it's like it's one of those things where you know it's Batista's last match. Triple H loses, he retires. They've thrown so much into this. You're not going to have a double retirement plus Kurt Angle's retirement all on the same night. Three retirements in one night? That's, yeah, I don't think that's so. That's too many retirements. Somebody, I don't think so. Somebody's getting booed out of the building if, they, if we have a third retirement. Um, but... I am excited for the match. They have built this around. Triple H has never beaten Batista one-on-one. -on -one. They're finally having the rematch at WrestleMania, one that we've wanted for the last couple of years. I'm excited for the match. It's well, no holds barred. Well, Batista's wanted. Give me what I want. I've wanted to see this for a couple of years now, especially since it's been rumored for the last two or three. So I'm excited for it. It's no holds barred. 
I think, you know, both of them leave everything they've got in the ring, especially for Batista. It's the last time he's going to be in the ring. So, but real quick, CJ, what are you expecting from Triple H versus Batista this Sunday? I'm expecting a hard-hitting match. I'm expecting a brutal match. Kind of one like uh, like their Hell in a Cell match back in 05, Avengers. It's, um, it's interesting to see how Batista is going to move in the ring on Sunday. Uh, I don't... Th- I think his last match was... It was the Evolution versus the Shield it was in 2015. The elimination six man match, yeah. Yeah, it's been 16, It's been four years. It's been four years since he's had a match. Um, it's interesting to see. And I want to say he might have been the first one eliminated in that match. Uh, I can't remember. It was him or Orton. It was, either, it, it, it was, Triple H was the last one to be eliminated in that right. match. Right. It was because it was a three on one, but I, he was involved in the finish, but I think Batista was the first one out. Anyway, you may continue. Uh, that's pretty much all I had. But okay, yeah. well, but, you. I, but you know, I'm excited. I've said before that I was a huge fan of growing up, of a uh, huge fan of Batista growing up, and it'll be fitting to have his last match against Triple H at yep. WrestleMania. It just it just makes sense. Somebody that was responsible for his career taking off, the one that put him over when he won the world championship. Now mm-hmm. it's time, I think, for Batista to do the job for Triple H and to walk out with his head held high. People uh, doing jobs with Triple H, that's nothing, that's nothing new. Oh, no, no. Well, what are you talking about? It never happens. Anyway, <laughs> let's go to Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. This one is a special match for a lot of reasons. We were... Special or filler? Because both. that's because that's what it feels like. It feels like it's a filler match to it's me. It's both, I think. It's it, put it this way: it's Roman Reigns' first singles match since beating cancer. And you and I, we had a podcast a few days after the diagnosis was announced. We were expecting one and a half, two years for Roman Reigns. A year, Came back a in year five months. And again, we're not going to speculate. Obviously, first of all, we're not speculating it as a work because anybody who thinks that is just dumb. Number one, You're but stupid. there are tons of types of leukemia. There are tons of types of leukemia, so we're not going to go into all of that. So there's no reason to believe that he couldn't beat it in five months, especially because he's beaten it before. Which means he, because he's beaten it before, he gets regular and checkups. He's a super athlete, right? He gets regular checkups. Probably for the last 11 years. He is in the best shape of his career. He's extremely healthy. Why can't he beat cancer in five months? So anyway, but we weren't expecting him to come back this soon. He's back. He's ready for WrestleMania. And he takes on a guy like Drew McIntyre, who you and I are both very high on moving forward. You know what I realized with all this going on? Reigns facing McIntyre. Rollins facing Lesnar. And Ambrose leaving. If Ambrose really is leaving, we're not going to get a shield triple threat at WrestleMania. Nope. So I kind of hope he's doing it. That's the only reason why I would want him to stay. It's the only reason why. Yeah. But um, Drew McIntyre, as people know who listen to this podcast, I'm very, very high on Drew McIntyre, and he honestly should be the top heel on Raw. Not Baron Corbin. Not Baron Corbin. Drew McIntyre, because Drew McIntyre is amazing. He's gold. He is so great. What he has done done leaving the WWE and coming back and being better than ever, winning championships in every single promotion he went to, facing off against people, tagging with Johnny Gargano, facing off against Johnny Gargano, going against Cody Rhodes, going off, uh, go, you know, he's faced Kurt Angle, he's gone off to Impact Wrestling, he went to WCPW, um, now uh, Defiance, that was formerly What Culture Pro Wrestling, he went back to his stomping grounds over... In Scotland, um, I can't remember the name of the promotion, but he he went no matter what promotion he went to, he won the title and he worked his ass off. He was an, inc- an incredible indie run, and when he came back to WWE, things were going really well. From when he came back, went up to the main roster. Up until now, I feel like they've kind of dropped the ball on on McIntyre a little bit. You know, and it's interesting too because we had a conversation a few months ago about when he got called up to Raw with Ziggler, we thought nothing of it. We were like, all right, McIntyre and Ziggler will do well. You know, they'll cause a little bit of here and there. But I knew it was going to be a launching pad for Ziggler and, yeah, and but, McIntyre. But are we going to be talking about them in two months? Well, the answer was yes. I thought that I don't remember the earlier episodes of this podcast. I thought it was going to lead to an Intercontinental Championship match between McIntyre and Ziggler. With McIntyre as the face at WrestleMania. At least yeah. that's what I thought. I thought maybe McIntyre as the face. But honestly, Ziggler turning face was better. Had Ziggler walked in as the champion against McIntyre with McIntyre going as the heel, that's a great ma- that's a great moment for McIntyre. It would have been fine either way. 
is is what I would say. But yeah, oh, the yeah. early the earlier versions of the podcast when we were going back on SummerSlam, we were talking about this potential match. But I think they've done well with McIntyre. Again, they've not I wouldn't say dropped the ball, but they have taken a step back with his character, I think. Yeah. But I think with Roman Reigns, because you know, he's beating the crap out of Roman every single that you know who's going over Sunday. Yeah, it's his first singles match since beating cancer. He's not losing. He's not losing. But I do I don't think it hurts McIntyre really that much. I still think you're setting up a big twenty nineteen for him. I would think right now he's the front runner to win the Royal Rumble in twenty twenty. Um and yeah, it, it's really just going to come down to timing with him. But I think they found it once for him on Raw. They're going to find it again. Yeah. So. For sure. But either way, why don't we talk about this uh, this women's tag title match? Um, something that I wouldn't say overbooked, but something that could have easily been just fine with just one tag team. It's a bit of a cluster. It's a bit of a cluster. Um, I remember talking with my girlfriend saying that we really would have loved to see the Bellas and the Iconics in the match, but this was before a WWE tag team, a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship was even in the talks, um, in the works or whatever, uh, but Nikki Bella and Brie Bella announcing their retirements, but then Nikki Bella saying, oh my God, all these people were so, so great to see all the the support I got. I'd be open to returning. Jesus. (laughs) It's the reason why I don't like the Bellas. Right. I have respect for Nikki Bella, but I just don't like. Hey, listen, Bella. they've made more money than you and I will ever save. So if you ever, if you say you're retiring, stay you stay retired. I agree. Stay retired. I agree, Brett Favre. Anyway, um, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, in this and for is circumstance, not circumstances uh, like Edge or Daniel Bryan, where Daniel Bryan fought his way and people actually wanted him to come back. Right. That's a different story. But yeah, we thought the Iconics and the Bellas would be a really great match because just just because of the character characters of the two were so similar right um but so uh, at least one tag team championship gets prom uh, gets a proper spot on the card got beth phoenix coming out of retirement teaming up with natalia sasha and bailey uh tamina and nia Jax. because okay fine uh and the iconics um i guess a fatal four-way is okay I mean, it'll um, be a decent match. I don't think it'll I be I would have preferred Bailey and Sasha to have a one-on-one tag, like a two-on-two tag match. I agree. That's another team, whoever that may have been. I would have preferred the Iconics at WrestleMania, but the Iconics being at rest- on a WrestleMania card is great because it, the way they were going before these tag titles, they were was not good. They were destined to be on the Women's Battle Royal. They were yeah, just, they were destined to fail. And they're, they're so great together. They're so great. Absolutely. Um... So why don't we head into the cruiserweight title match, Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese? There isn't so, too much for me to talk about because I haven't really followed up with 205 Live. Lately. I mean, really, just your thoughts on the match in general. Really. I think the match is going to be really good. From what I understand, Tony Nese has been really having a strong showing on 205 Live. Um, I'm glad they didn't just go with Cedric again with Buddy Murphy because Cedric and Buddy have had matches so many times. Right. I kind of want Oni Lorcan to win the win the tr- tournament have an NXT guy because they did the same thing with Roderick Strong having him in the tournament last year but uh, it should be good it should be really good I mean Tony Nese is great and Buddy Murphy is Mr. 205 Live of course he's I mean I remember hearing uh, I think Edge said on uh, their uh, him and Christian's podcast, he like he's Mister three hundred five or something. He for I, I, he cannot be two hundred five. He's just too damn big. Yeah. Uh, but Buddy Murphy's great. Uh, that's probably going to be a match people are probably going to sleep on. It's going to be like, whoa, that was amazing, and people are going. It'll be, like, be the match that people are still filing into the stadium for. And if the ones that are there to see the whole thing will be really lucky to see it. Oh yeah, it's de- it's definitely a match that the cruiserweights deserve better. It will probably most likely be on the pre-show, but it'll still be great. One th- one match that I completely forgot to bring up that we're going to bring up obviously uh, The Miz versus Shane McMahon falls count anywhere. Told you this would lead to mania Yeah but with a twist Shane is the heel not The Miz. And like you said before I thought The Miz's this face work just, has been off the charts. This justifies all the terrible things Shane McMahon has done since he came back to WWE. Ross Twiddell of Cultaholic made a huge rant on the retro uh, WTF moments with Fastlane because he couldn't do it right away because he was sick at the time but this justifies everything Shane McMahon legitimately believing he's the best professional wrestler in the world him jumping on top of on top of the Hell in a Cell and trying to hit The Undertaker him screwing Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens out of the WWE Championship every single time he gets him screwing AJ Styles out of the WWE Championship helping 
helping uh, Luke Harper or whatever. He screwed uh, AJ Styles when he shouldn't have lost the championship in the first place. And him going over to Raw being like, oh, I want to help Raw. No, you sh- what happened to the brand supremacy? What happened to, I want to see the battle and ratings, damn it. You know, what happened to all that? Shane Mc- and Shane McMahon trying to steal the spotlight and his so-called punches. I have been sick of Shane McMahon for a very, 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 very long time. And now him being a heel just justifies everything. And he's pretty much been a heel this entire time. You seem like one of those people that after he jumped off the cell and didn't hit The Undertaker that you were just over it at that point. I was just like, we knew that's what the match was going to build to. Of course. We all knew it was just going to build to Shane jumping on top of the cage and then trying to hit The Undertaker. Which he wouldn't have because he would have killed the man. He would have killed the man, yes. And the, but rest wh- in peace wh- to a man that's already dead. One thing that that really that was really so terrible about that match also is you can visibly see Michael Cole reading from the script on camera saying, "For the love of mankind, Shane just fell off, jumped off the cell." Yeah, it's like funny. I saw you write For that down God's twenty minutes ago. Sake, Michael. For God's sake. You're in shot of the camera. You know Shane's right in front of your feet. You know Shane's going to be right there. Michael Cole is a different rant for a different episode, and I've ranted about Shane McMahon enough, but I will say this is that I am very, very impressed and pleased with The Miz as a babyface because once I knew... Fastlane was going to be in Ohio, in Cleveland, Ohio. You knew something was going to happen. There was no way Shane was going, uh, Miz was going to turn heel. No way. Plus, his father was in the front row. Right. It made all the sense in the world for Shane to turn heel. And people have soured on Shane McMahon. They've really soured on him. He was like a year. He's back, and people are just like, "All right, I'm over Shane." Right. His biggest pop was the night he came back, and after that, we were over it. Yeah, exactly. Like, him and Undertaker at WrestleMania, it had an interesting feel to it. You knew who was winning the match, because if Shane won, that's just... If this were real, brother, that's not real. But we were over it after that. And yes, the brand supremacy thing, it had its thing for a couple of months. But then, again, I want to help one run Raw. You were there for three weeks. We haven't seen you since. So And it, the whole stipulation of that match was, if he won... He got in charge of Raw. What happened the next night? He lost, and he was in charge of Raw anyway. All right, let's see what you got. Go on, you're on. Like, what the, what the hell? Yeah. And then the whole thing with the lockbox. That's the thing. Uh, if Shane, also if Shane won, he get what he gets. What's inside the lockbox, which we never found out. Right. And if Undertaker lost, he was banned from WrestleMania. No, he, he would have to retire. Well, no, he they, he didn't have to retire. They just said he would never compete at WrestleMania again. No, they said his career would be over. Okay, we'll go back and we'll review the I'm tape. I'm pretty sure his, his they said his career would be over. I'm like, they cannot have Shane in the Undertaker's <laughs> career. Anyway, but as far as this, this is going to be another like probably fun, exciting match. Um, it'll be an entertaining match. It'll be an entertaining match. Yeah, yeah. an entertaining match. It's false count I would, anywhere. I would love to see Maurice come in and smack Shane in the face. I would also love to see... Well, Maurice George. is pregnant, love, so you're not getting that. Okay, George, George then. Fine. Mrs. Dad. Get Mrs. Dad to come in. Uh, Mrs. Dad can get involved. That's fine. <laughs> Mrs. Dad. <laughs> but yeah, Maurice ain't getting involved because I swear to God, if Shane's wife has to get involved on a pregnant woman, get, I'm walking get, out of the stadium. Get 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 Monroe Sky in a frog splash on Shane and have Monroe Sky pin Miz, the Miz at WrestleMania. Monroe Sky versus Birdie for the SmackDown Women's title in 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we'll get to the predictions in a few minutes. But before we do, CJ, your thoughts, your final thoughts on WrestleMania 35. What are you excited for? We're going to be there live in attendance. I'm excited for being there for sure. Um, after a few, after a few eight hours, I don't know how excited I'm going to be after that. I'm going to have to like sneak in five of our energies into my girlfriend's purse or something. I don't know. Um, I- I'm excited. I'm very excited for WrestleMania. Um, I'm excited for the women's main event. I'm excited for Randy Orton versus AJ Styles, Samoa Joe and uh, Rey Mysterio, Lesnar and Rollins, Kofi and and Brian, I think probably Kofi and Brian is maybe the most thing I'm most excited for. Yeah, maybe because if if Kofi wins, that roof is th- th- well, there. There is there, no, there's roof. no roof. The place is going to go nuts. Put it this way: we're sitting by the pyro, most likely. Like, well, first off, we're not going to have hearing after an hour. Yeah. Uh, but Kofi might have the most pyro out of everybody. 
He'll have the biggest pop of the night next to Becky. Abs- absolutely. Maybe bigger than Becky just because, Becky, we've been expecting this. Kofi, we never saw this coming. Nope. nope. And Kofi took advantage of an opportunity. It was unfortunate because this was Mustafa Ali's fought, spot now called Ali. That's nice. But mm-hmm. you know what? Kofi took the opportunity, and then the first night out, he went 55 minutes without even taking one breath and impressed everybody. So... Good for him. We weren't expecting this, but I'm damn sure in love with it. Kofi mania, baby. It's happening. Now, there are some theories of what happens with the New Day. Uh, My one friend had a theory that he thinks that the New Day is going to turn on Kofi and cost him the title. And I was like, do you want to see the stadium burn down? (laughs) Because that's what you'd be getting. If Baron Corbin's going to win, why would you do that? Yeah. I think the New Day will be turning on Kofi soon. I just don't think it's happening on Sunday. No. I think we're going to lead to... For my theory here is I think Big E's going to turn first. I think Xavier's going to be kind of in the middle, but really be on Big E's side the whole time, and then eventually turn on Kofi. And eventually we'll set up Big E versus Kofi for the mm. championship somewhere in one of the next one or two pay-per-views. Why not a New Day triple threat match then? You could do that. Oh, well, I think it'll be Big E, Kofi first. Okay. Because if Xavier's on the outside looking in, might have a special ref sort of thing. Uh, but either way, I think we'll have some. Uh, either way, the New Day breakup, I think, is happening. I just. Sunday is not the time to do it. No. no so. No. Why don't we step right into it? When we come back, we will have our WrestleMania 35 predictions up next on the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. They have previewed the show. The backstage segment, that was great. This was a great way to get invested in this main event, but it should have been the go-home angle. They have laid it all out on the table. When you think about it, though, it's like Batista's last match, Triple H loses, he retires. You're not going to have a double retirement plus Kurt Angle's retirement all on the same night, and they've given their final thoughts. Roman doesn't need it. He doesn't need to dethrone Lesnar again someone like seth rollins should he is the right guy he's the right guy to do it and now it's time for sean and cj to go head to head and give their predictions on this weekend's pay-per-view from metlife stadium in east rutherford new jersey wwe wrestlemania Let's get to it. (laughs) Why? Because Matisse is a meme. Hunter, do I have your attention now? (laughs) Give Uh, me what I want. Actually, well, I can't believe we're doing this on the air. Do you remember the Brock Lesnar meme with the uh, with Finn Balor with him in the um, in the Kimura lock? Yeah. Anyway, our WrestleMania 35. If you don't know what that means, eh, sucks to be you. I'm just going to ask you for a quick winner for both Battle Royals. Women's Battle Royal first. Give me a name and why. Oscar. Uh, just give. I feel like they're going to give that to her because they know they have to know they've hurt her badly. So I feel like she needs the win. Uh, so I'm going to go with Oscar. I'm going to take Ruby Riot this one. I think it'll be a big... Out of all the yep. people in the Battle Royal, you choose Ruby Riot, who has not won a match in God knows how long. They always lose until WrestleMania. I think that's why. I think they're going to give the Riot Squad something big to actually have and some momentum going into the next calendar wrestling no, year. No, they're not. I'm taking love, Ruby Riot. I love Ruby Riot, but she's not going to win. Uh, we'll see. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Who do you got one? I mean, this one's a little tougher to predict. I really don't hope it's one of the SNL guys. I seriously... Michael Chang, Colin Jost. I seriously hope it's not them. Um, but I'm going to go with Strowman. He seems like the, the the natural pick to win the match. I think Michael and Colin are going to cost Braun the match. I don't know if they'll be directly involved in the elimination, but maybe distraction. I'm going to take Andrade in this match. I like that. I like his I character. That. I, I, you know, and him and Ray are gonna go one on one on SmackDown tonight in just about ten minutes or so. Um, but you know what? I think really when Andrade, like you mentioned weeks ago, a multi-man ladder match for the U.S. title would have been great, especially if he was in it. Give him something to smile about at WrestleMania. Give him a boost for his character by winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, the Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. Who do you got? Why? Um. Again, I haven't been paying attention to too much 205 Live. All that I know is that Tony Nese has been on a roll lately. But 
I'm gonna go with Buddy Murphy. Okay, I'll can't, take Buddy Murphy as well. Can't go wrong with Buddy Murphy. You can't go wrong with Buddy Murphy. I mean, a title change is probably guaranteed soon. So I wouldn't be surprised if it happened at WrestleMania, but I think Buddy Murphy still has a few more in him. He's you been the face of 205 still, Live. You can still do a series of matches between these Of course. Guys. And Buddy Murphy's been the face of 205 Live. I don't see... My theory is if you ain't broke, don't fix it. And I think that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah, he's so on a roll. I'll take Buddy Murphy to retain the championship. The Miz versus Shane McMahon. False count anywhere. Who do you got Why? The Miz because Shane McMahon should die. Oh, well, okay. And Shane McMahon should go to hell. Oh, okay. Right. And then his sweaty, sweaty forehead. Well, you know, I won't say that necessarily. I think he's probably a great guy outside I'm sick. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm just sick of Shane McMahon. I'll take the, the, Miz, Miz, I'll the, take Miz. the Miz for a lot of better reasons than you did. Um, I uh, First of all, obviously, <laughs> the Miz needs the win. He can't lose to Shane McMahon. That's number one. Um, but he's the best professional wrestler in the world, Sean. You need to be stopped and get some help. Uh, but I'll take the Miz. I think this will give him a little bit of a boost to his new babyface character beating Shane at WrestleMania. Might lead to a few programs down the line. Maybe even a series of matches with Shane if they really wanted to do it. But at least at WrestleMania, I'll take The Miz to win the match. The United States Championship match, Samoa Joe the champion, Rey Mysterio the challenger. Who do you got and why? I got Samoa Joe. Um, keep a title on him for a while. You can have a series of matches with Rey. Not to say that Rey can't win the championship at some point, but I'm going to go with Samoa Joe because this is something he really needs. He really needs a strong run with the title. I think Samoa Joe and Ray are on a series of matches, and I agree with you. I think there will be a point down the line that Ray's going to beat Joe for the title. I don't think it's at WrestleMania. It's his first WrestleMania, might I add, in his three years with the company. I think he needs a strong showing in front of 80,000 people. You know Joe can perform well, and with a guy like Ray Mysterio, this is seriously all about just passing the torch. I think that's what we're going to get on Sunday. I'll take Joe to retain the United States Championship on Sunday. The Women's Tag Team Championship match, Sasha Banks and Bailey, the champions, versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia, Nia Jackson, Tamina Snuka, and the Iconics. Who do you got and why? This one's harder because my heart says the Iconics, but my brain says Sasha and Bailey. Uh, this reminds me of your uh, Takeover Brooklyn 4 prediction with Cole and Ricochet. Yeah, that's exact. That's, that's word for word what I said. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play it safe and say Sasha and Bailey. I'm going to play it safe. Interesting. I'm going to take the Iconics. Damn it. It's, it's, well, number one, we got to be different on something. And number yeah. two, I, like you said, up until this tag team uh, championship belts were introduced, I don't know what they were doing with the Iconics. I think their characters have raised through the roof since this was envisioned. You know, I, I thought they were all right in the chamber. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, they didn't last the whole time, but... You know, they were interesting. I thought they've had an interesting couple weeks leading up to WrestleMania, getting involved in this match. And honestly, I don't think really anybody expects them to win. And I think at yeah. some points when that happens, they put you in a little bit of a swerve. Now, I don't think Sasha and Bailey necessarily lose the belts for that long, but I think at least for a WrestleMania swerve, because we're obviously in for a few, I'll take the Iconics to be the new women's tag team champions on Sunday. Let's go to the Intercontinental Championship match. Bobby Lashley versus the Demon Finn Balor. What do you got and why? Who do you think? Uh, the Demon Finn Balor, because the Demon doesn't lose. At least he hasn't lost in the main roster. Not he, in the main roster. Only lost once to Samoa Joe on NXT. Take over the end. He, he, yeah, Demon Balor. Uh, Balor really should have a long... Uh, similar to Joe, he should have a long with the Intercontinental Championship, and the mid-card titles have been lacking something special for a while, and the Miz really brought something special to the IC title for a long time. And I think that Balor can really have a great series of matches with this championship and really try and bring it back to the importance that it once had. So obviously I'm going with the Demon Finn Balor. I agree with you. I mean, the Demon doesn't lose on the main roster, at least not yet. I think, I'm not necessarily saying, because we talked about this before, about it being a squash or not. I don't think it's necessarily going to be a squash, but... Having the demon persona, I think, is the only persona that can beat Bobby Lashley in that type of Finn Balor sort of thing. Um, first demon appearance at WrestleMania. It'll be exciting to see. I'll take Finn Balor to win and be a two-time Intercontinental Champion. Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle's final match in the WWE. It'll be a tearjerker for sure at the end. Who do you got and why? And actually, do we have a swerve, yes or no? And then who do we got and why? Swerve, no. Vince Russo's not there. Um, for those who, who can't see this, I have my hand above my face. We all do. Because I'm going with Baron Corbin. Because, of course, Baron Corbin. It's 
I don't want to talk about this. It's 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 just it's Baron Corbin. It's gonna be Baron Corbin, and we're because life sucks and you die, and we can't have nice things. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's the reason why we can't have nice things. I'd really love for that, but it's not gonna happen. I will agree with you with no swerve, and I will agree with you, Baron Corbin. It makes sense for Kurt to lose his last match. It sucks that it's against Baron Corbin because he's lost to him multiple times this year. I think they'll put on an okay match. You think 15, maybe 20 minutes, they no. go at it? No, 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 no. Just let me five minutes. Five minutes. You know that's not happening. No, no. It's bad enough Corbin is in the match. Let it be less than five, ten minutes. Angle tries to get an angle slam on him. He tries to get a tries to get an ankle lock, and then Corbin beats him with with the, the end of days. That's it. Corbin can have his heat. Corbin can. Uh, Corbin's can, getting his heat. That's Cor for sure. Corbin can get his heat and be like, I beat Kurt Angle. He can say that for the rest of his career. Don't let it go more than five five or ten minutes. You know that's not happening. Anyway, Triple H versus Batista. If Batista wins, Triple H must retire. Who do you got and why? <gasps> no, I don't have him. <laughs> I have Triple H because it's Batista's. Again, it's like the You're not going to have three thing. retirements in one no, night. No, you're not going to have three retirements in one night. You're definitely going to have two for sure, but it, I'm going with uh, Triple H. I agree. I mean, if Batista wasn't retiring, it would make sense to go the other way. But again, you're not having three retirements in one night. They use Triple H for every WrestleMania. If Triple H were to wrestle once a year at best, it would be at a WrestleMania. And he's still putting on A-plus performances most of the time, I should say. Plus, he hasn't won a WrestleMania match since 31. Since, yeah, with Sting. Uh, because he's had... He shouldn't have won that either, but... Right, but he's had a reason to put more guys over like Reigns and Rollins and Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle. This match has been promoted off the fact that he has never beaten Batista one-on-one. -on -one. Which obviously so means he's, he's going to beat Batista. Yes, I'll take Triple H in this match as well. A match I'm really looking forward to. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Who do you got and why? I am going to go... For Randall Keith Orton. Ah, oh, Randall. Uh, I think my theory saying earlier, you can have most of the heels win throughout the night, and it makes sense. Uh, plus, I think uh, Randy can move on to the... I think they're going to transition him at some point, maybe to be the top heel on SmackDown. I don't know. Um, I, I, I also I, I feel like I just feel like Orton's gonna win. Uh, I would love to be wrong, but I feel like Orton's gonna win. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm gonna take AJ because I don't believe that they're gonna push all of the heels to the moon in this, um, in you know some of the lower matches. So I, I personally I think this match can be great. I think this might be one of the better oh, matches uh, of the night. It's gonna be amazing. I mean, again, like we said before, you have a guy who's been the face of the WWE for 15 years versus the face of the Indies for the last 15 years. And they've gone one-on-one -on -one before, but never under these circumstances. They've never had a rivalry. They've never had a reason to really go one-on-one, -on -one, especially at a WrestleMania, in the shadows of New York City. Because saying shadows of New York City is acceptable, because that's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, because New Jersey just sounds so bad. Exactly. So, But if you want to say shadows of New York City, well, at least you're not saying New York City. But anyway. But I think it's AJ's match to win. I think he needs the win a little bit more than Randy Orton. You know, Randy has been the top guy for how long now and he can transition to the top guy whenever he wants that's just who his character is so I think AJ needs to win a little more I'll take him to win this match on Sunday Roman Reigns return to singles action he'll face Drew McIntyre who do you got and why? Roman Reigns because it's his first singles match since beating leukemia Simple as that. And Drew McIntyre has beat him up every week since laying out the challenge so mm -hmm. kayfabe reasons Roman Reigns makes sense. The WWE Championship match, I, to me, the best buildup out of any match in WrestleMania by far. Yes. Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. CJ, who do you got? One. Kofi Mania, baby. Oh my God, I'm excited. I, I'm going with my head and my heart. I hope Kofi wins. I seriously hope he wins, and I'm going with Kofi. He. If there's the, the term you deserve it gets thrown around a lot and it may not mean it may not be as special but for someone like Kofi Kingston yep. he absolutely deserves it yep. 11 years never had one single opportunity for the WWE championship he's getting it at WrestleMania the story writes itself Kofi Kingston let me way. ask you this do we have a strictly one-on-one -on -one match or do we have run-ins in this match 
Well, I think New Day, uh, I think Biggie and Xavier are going to be at ringside for Kofi, and Rowan will be obviously at ringside for... So you think they'll be at ringside? Okay, so they'll be no, run-ins I most think, likely. I don't know about run-ins, but I think they're just going to be at ringside, and Rowan's going to try and interfere. you got Biggie and Xavier right. who are going to be there to kind of even the odds. I personally think it'd be more special if it was just one-on-one. I think so, too, but... But you're probably right in with, that sense. With the way the match has been built, I really feel like this is going to be a... I feel like it's going to be a great pro wrestling match along with... With, with some drama With in the it. drama and the sports entertainment feel to it. Right. I feel we're going to get a lot of that in this match, so... I could see a lot of, you know, you know, Roman distracts Kofi, running knee, one, two, Rowan, right not, before three, kick out. You said Roman. I meant Rowan, sorry. But um, I could see a little bit of that, like, adding to the drama. Daniel Bryan, why can't I beat Kofi sort of thing. Um, but I'm going to take Kofi as well. It's his time. He's He earned it years ago. Let, let's just put it out there. He earned it years ago. He's finally going to get it on Sunday. I'm excited to be there for it. Um, I would rather it just be one-on-one between these two because they're both great wrestlers. I think they're going to put on a great match. Um, but obviously, you'll have New Day at ringside. You'll have Rowan at ringside. But in the end of it all, I think this is Kofi's moment. I think he'll get Trouble in Paradise 1-2-3. Kofi becomes the WWE Champion for the very first time. The Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar versus the Royal Rumble winner, Seth Rollins. Can I go first? If you want to. Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry. If this were the night after the Rumble, it's Seth Rollins all the way. But I have a bad feeling that with Roman back... They're not going to turn Roman heel. They're not going to turn Seth heel. So the only thing that makes the logical sense for Vince is Roman versus Brock. And I think that's where we're leading to come SummerSlam, which is unfortunate. Brock is going to go over against Seth. I think Seth might go to SmackDown after this, give him a little bit of a better fair shakeup. But as when it comes to Sunday night and CJ, and I'm saying this with the hopes I'm dead wrong. I hope I'm wrong on this one. I will do this podcast next week and praise myself for being wrong if Seth wins this match, but it's not happening. I'm taking Brock Lesnar. Okay, uh, I know we said we'd make some uh, updates on social media had anything changes. Uh, I was just checking Twitter really quickly. Uh, this is breaking in the middle of the predictions. But apparently, Rey Mysterio has suffered a knee injury, and he won't and he won't face Andrade. Um, we'll have to if we have to make uh, changes to our. Well, we actually we both pick Samoa Joe, right? Right. So it really doesn't matter. Well, Andrade could win it if he pick Andrade. But anyway, the, the point is, we will make changes if we have to. But I'm I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins. I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins because I hope I'm you're right. Because ti- I'm tired of Brock Lesnar. That's that's mainly it. I'm tired of Brock Lesnar. I want Seth Rollins. CJ, I hope you're right. I, re- I really want to be wrong about this one, but my gut is telling me with Roman back in the picture, it's so unfortunate for Seth, but that's where we're leading to. And finally, business is going to change in the main event. For the first time in WrestleMania history, women will main event WrestleMania. It is winner take all for the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. The Raw Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey. The SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. And the Royal Rumble winner, Becky Lynch. Winner take all. CJ, who's ending the show in one? The man is ending the show, holding both the SmackDown Women's Championship and the Raw Women's Championship at the end of the show. Because she has been on fire. She has been on a roll. She is the hottest thing going on in WWE. The only thing hotter than her is, obviously, Kofi Kingston. Becky needs to walk out as the women's champion because if Brock Lesnar wins, <laughs> there's going to be riots. You got Because it was like WrestleMania 30. Yep. Brian won the title, but... Taker streak got broken. Yep. You have to weigh out the, the good you and the bad. You have to weigh it out, exactly. So I truly believe it's going to be Becky Lynch. She's going to walk out as a champion. I'm going to agree with you. And, you know, and when we talk about, you, you mentioned WrestleMania 30. That's really the last time that they had a main event of WrestleMania scripted, written, Batista, Randy Orton. That's your main event. And somewhere along the way, it changed. Daniel Bryan was so over, so popular, Vince was forced to not only put him in the match, but put him over. This is the same scenario. 
Ronda and Charlotte, in my opinion, I think has been written since WrestleMania 34 to main event on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Somewhere along the way, Becky, even in a heel turn, became so popular, so over, so desired. I said that the heel turn was not going to work. You're right. And I it said it here. And it didn't. But my point is, same thing. Vince was forced to put her in this match, and he's going to be forced to put her over. I'm taking Becky to win the Raw and the SmackDown Women's Championships on Sunday. The man is going to take all. So that'll do it for this WrestleMania week editions of our Not Another Wrestling Podcast. We'll be back next week to review everything. NXT TakeOver New York. G1 Supercard. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Raw after Mania. SmackDown after Mania. It's going to be a hell of a lot more wrestling even though we've got a hell of a lot of wrestling. We got AEW Double or Nothing slowly but surely approaching. It's going to be here before we know it. Exactly. Kudos to AEW and Cody Rhodes saying we're not going to run any events throughout Mania Week or weekend in the future. Yeah. We'll see what happens, but good on them. This is exciting. I know we're kind of joking around saying how Mania is going to be so long, we're not going to sleep, but overall, I'm we're excited. Oh, it, of it's the biggest event of professional wrestling every year. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's If you get an opportunity to go to WrestleMania, you absolutely should. Because you've been, I've never been. This will be my because, first. Because the just just the overall presence of WrestleMania is great to go. It's 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 like you know just the presence of going to the Super Bowl. It's similar right. to that, which I've never been to a Super Bowl, and I don't think I ever will. Probably not. Because I might cover one, maybe. But but yeah, the, the the WrestleMania is a great show to go to. The Takeover G One Supercard. If any of you are going to any of those shows, have the most fun you possibly can, and let us know what you think about it. Tell us on Twitter at TNAWP, uh, on Instagram at the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. Like us on Facebook at the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. We will be covering everything coming up for the next few weeks. You can follow myself at CJ underscore 1214 on Twitter and CJ underscore 1293 on Instagram. And Sean, you can go ahead and plug your personals. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at SM McChesney as well as Instagram at SM McChesney. Um, and then again, just follow all of us on our social media as well. It's WrestleMania. CJ, we've been at this for a little while. We did two podcasts in one day. Sean, you know an audio too sweet. Too sweet. You can't see that, but Sean and I just too sweet each other. We'll see you next week.